My name is Bill. And I'm Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park hoppers. We had the opportunity to cover MegaCon Orlando this past weekend. We attended four days of fun-filled fan culture covering comics, sci-fi, horror, anime, gaming, cosplay, and more. Join us for our recap of our experience right now. Let's, Let's hop to it. it. Welcome to the episode about Megacon Orlando, which is hosted by two first-time Megacon Orlando (laughs) goers. Goers. (laughs) We dipped our toe into the world of Megacon this year. We dipped our mega toe into the Megacon. (laughs) We do not have mega toes. No, we don't. Those are gross. (laughs) Or cool. <laughs> well, we don't have them, so I don't know if they're cool or not. I just thought it was a cool theme. Sure. <laughs> anyway, so we went to MegaCon. We did. This weekend. <laughs> As she said previously, we went to MegaCon. For the very first time. That was uh, a very overwhelming but very cool experience. It was. So let me preface this by saying thank you to Megacon Orlando for having us out as press to cover the event. We are, uh, you know, very excited that we got to do that. Uh, And after this experience, I'm already ready for you guys to bring us back next year. Yeah, I'm really (laughs) looking forward to 2025 when this event returns to Orlando, Megacon Orlando coming in, Jan- in February of 2025, those dates are officially February 6th through February 9th. That's Thursday, February 6th through Sunday, February 9th. Megacon Orlando 2025, be there, because we will be too. Yes. So we got invited as press, and we were like, absolutely, we will. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Because these types of events are things that we have always wanted to do, and we had briefly been to one in Rhode we went to Island. Rhode Island Comic Con, yeah. It which was, was very small sm- compared to this. Yeah, extremely small compared to this. And and I've never been like a Comic Con goer, I guess. I've never really been super interested in going, but some of the panels and the celebrities and all the lists of um, names that were coming and different events that you could attend this one here in orlando this year really intrigued me and then the fact that we got invited made it just a a no-brainer that we were going to go and cover this event and experience it for the first time ourselves yeah so we're going to go into kind of how we felt overall but we're going to break down the event the best that we can Mm -hmm. uh from two people who like bill said he's never been one to like attend cons I've never been one to attend cons. And honestly, I feel like that's not because of any reason other than it's such a big event. And when you don't know about it, it's almost overwhelming. Oh, it's very, even if it's you very want overwhelming. to go. Yeah. So even if you see like a favorite, you know, 
celebrity or somebody like that, sometimes just the idea of going into a space that you're just completely like new to. Yeah, and surrounded by people who are very passionate. Pa- yeah. Creative. Passionate. Yep, exactly. Iconic. Yeah. Artistic. Really into it. <laughs> and just yeah. And the thing is it shows in a very good way. Well, the reason like I, we said we had never been is not because we didn't want to just we just never have. Just never really got around to it. It was never something that we um made it a point to do but going forward i think it's going to be something that we try to do pretty regularly because that was a lot of fun so first off megacon orlando took place from february 1st through the 4th at um orlando it's orange county convention center orange county convention in orlando in orlando thank you uh now what is megacon the way that megacon orlando describes themselves on their website, four days of fun-filled fan culture. If you're into comics, sci-fi, horror, anime, gaming, or cosplay, come share our playground. You'll feel out of this world and right at home. Find your fandom family at Megacon Orlando. All 160,000 of them. It felt like every single one of those 160,000 folks were there uh, on Saturday when we were there, the weekend day. Right. was crazy. So because we weren't quite sure what to expect and because as we've discussed I just started a new job recently, Bill could only go a couple of different days for we, a couple hours. We actually kind of popped in and visited as often as we could when we could. Um so y- we did get to experience, I would say, a taste of everything. And we're going to go through all those things with you. Yeah. But first, we really want to break down exactly what Megacon Orlando has to offer. Because to be honest, the day I walked in, my first thought was, I have no idea where to start. <laughs> right. There's three floors and it's a gigantic convention center with so many different rooms um, so many different theaters and show places. And then there's this giant floor with all of the vendors uh, on the first floor there where you can buy a bunch of stuff or you can take a look at different things that people have made. You can get a tattoo. You can see droids running around. Like there's so much happening in there that, like Danny said, you don't know where to start. And it's better off just almost going in there with no plan and just kind of walking around and seeing what you find. Yeah. And just to give you an idea, the first day that I walked in, I didn't have a plan. Bad idea. Um, Especially if you're covering it as press. The first day Bill walked in, he had a plan because he had somewhere that he was going to. Yes. I walked in and immediately veered into the cafeteria, which is like the biggest cafeteria that you've ever imagined in your life sat down and just pulled out the map and looked at it to try to figure out where to start so we don't ever want you to feel like that when you go to megacon orlando and we're going to break this down for you so you can see exactly how much fun this is and what it has to offer because to be honest there's something for everybody yeah so the event ran from thursday to sunday and so i was able to go thursday after work uh, because, yes, we still have full-time jobs. This is not our job yet. Um, 
hopefully soon. But uh, I was able to go Thursday night. A because there was a couple of things I wanted to see. There was a there was some really cool uh, cosplay events that were happening. There was uh, a cosplay red carpet that I got to sit and watch, which was really interesting to see all the amazing. Um, effort that some of these people put into their costumes. Um, and then there was one specific event that I was going to go enjoy, first of all, and to film for YouTube, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. If you're not subscribed already, go subscribe now. Um, that was one of my favorite TV shows ever, Entourage on HBO. I was able to go and check out the panel with the four guys, the Entourage. It was Vincent Chase, Johnny Chase, Turtle, and wow, I am blanking right now. Turtle and uh, Eric, thank you. Um, so yeah, it was. You're, you just thanked yourself. I just thanked myself. My my brain did a good job there. <laughs> good uh, it delayed me for a second, but good job, brain. <laughs> I guess when I pause and I, I like expect you to say something, and I just immediately say thank you. This is the one question you could have asked me that was like uh. the other guy. <laughs> yeah, the one with the girls in the show. The All o- of them. <laughs> the only the only character that I really wish would have been there would have been Jeremy Piven or Ari Gold. Uh, his character, I would have loved to have heard. He's like the heard. manager guy, right? He's Vince's manager, yes. Okay. Or his agent, I guess. Um, but it was so much fun. I guess those guys had uh, only been in the same room that day for the first time, basically, since filming wrapped, which was 10 or 12 years ago, which is nuts. And so I got to see four guys that I love their show so much, and that was an, an amazing start to uh, Mega Con Orlando for me. But wait a second, Bill. What's a panel? What are you talking about? <laughs> Did you just walk into a room and these guys were all talking together? Uh, kind of. <laughs> kind of. So uh, one of the uh, main events that MegaCon Orlando lists on their website. So if you go to their website, the way that they break everything down, because there's so much information, is they call the things that we're going to go over tonight main events. So the first main event that we're going to talk about is the opportunity to go to celebrity Q&A sessions and panels. So uh, Megacon says, all of your favorite fandom stars are making their way to Megacon Orlando. Meet them up close and personal at their Q&A sessions where they'll answer fan questions and dive into behind the scenes stories. Um, and could you go over some of the panels that we didn't get to see, but that were offered? Yeah, some of these were... Um we just didn't have enough time to go see some of these. It, or some we're of them working. We, we really <laughs> wanted to. Uh, but uh, the gang from Stranger Things, uh, Finn Wolfhard, who plays Mike, uh, Gaten Matarazzi, who plays Dustin, uh, Grace Van Deen, plays Chrissy. Wake up. Um, she, <laughs> uh, they were doing a panel for Stranger Things. Uh, Rain Wilson, who plays Dwight Schrute in The Office, uh, he did a panel. And Tom, what was it called? It was called Bears, Beats, and Rain Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, Tom Hiddleston, who plays Loki, uh, was there. Uh, John Carlo Esposito, um, who was in The Mandalorian and Breaking Bad. Uh, Sean Gunn, who was in Gilmore Girls and Guardians of the Galaxy. William Shatner, which shocking to me that he's still doing these cons because he's like 86. Apparently it's he's at pretty, like all of them. It's pretty amazing. Um and then uh, Paul Bettany, who plays Vision. Um, and then we got to attend a couple panels on different days together um, that we were very excited to go to. And do you want to talk about those? 
Yeah. And just to be clear, all of those people were not meeting together. Those panels were spread out they over were in separate rooms the and weekend. different days, different times. So across the weekend. Yeah. So when those celebrities were not doing some of the other offerings that we're going to talk about, they would meet for panels. Now, the panels that we got to see, as Bill said, he got to see Entourage. Entourage. <laughs> As uh, as Michael Scott says. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and you had a great time with that, right? It was awesome. It was seeing those guys all together again was awesome, and there was a really fun uh moment during the panel where there was a guy, (laughs) of course, at MegaCon. There was a guy in a full Spider-Man outfit that got up and asked a question, or or I guess made a comment, and said that he grew up in the same town as. Uh, Eric, I can't remember his real name. I think it was Kevin, Kevin something. Um, but uh, he grew up in the same town in New York as the real guy who plays Eric. And it turns out that they actually grew up like four houses down from each other. Yeah. <laughs> but the Spider-Man was a little bit younger, so they weren't there at the same time. But the fact that they grew up on the same street, Within like they the had this space, <laughs> they had this across the room bonding moment that was really funny. And the guy in the Spider-Man cosplay wouldn't take his mask off. So n- nobody knew who he was. Uh, <laughs> and they just kept saying, yeah, his last name's Parker. His last name's Parker. <laughs> That's, that was pretty funny. Um, but it, what, a, what a great panel that was. This is about 40 minutes. If you want to see the panel, I actually did film it. Uh, YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. If you're not subscribed already, do it now. Like, comment the video. It helps us yes, grow. Thumbs but, up it. But two other uh, Q&As or panels that are on there, we got to attend what they called a Jedi double feature, Ooh. which was 40 minutes of Ewan McGregor Love talking it. as well as 40 minutes of Hayden Christensen talking. Hello there. And it was wonderful. It was... Obi-Wan and Anakin. There were almost 3,000 people at that panel. The theater was 2,600 people, and it was completely full standing remotely. Yeah, they said that there were people standing. So they packed as many people in there as they could. I will say there were two panels that I almost got to. Um, Paul Bettany, who Uh is Vision, I actually was on my way... (laughs) to attend that panel and one of the lights somewhere was broken and I got stuck in an Uber for an hour. Oh, the the street lights. Yeah. So by the time I got there, got my badge, did all the things, I was like, this is not going to happen. This one's not going to happen. Uh, Stranger things I almost went to, but I kind of had to decide between that and something else. And then Tom Hiddleston, apparently I probably could have gone to, but I was on one side of the con and he was going to be paneling at the other side. And I said, you know what? I'm going to keep doing other things because there's things here too. And the wild thing about going is that there's literally no shortage of things to do. Right. Um, I do think that next year, you know, we will try to make sure that the panels we want to hit, we plan on where we are located as those panels get closer. Right. But how cool is it that that's not even the complete lineup? There are so many celebrity panels. Those are just some that we wanted to, you know, kind of go over so you could get a an idea of what those panels look like. Right. Now, for these panels, I do want to mention whenever it comes up next year, you do usually have the opportunity to purchase the ability to get into the panel earlier. So different levels, um, but a lot of these panels are included in your admission as long as there is pending availability. Pending availability. Pending room. 
Yeah. Making so, sure that there's a seat for you. Exactly. So that's another cool thing that you can get to attend all of these just by buying a ticket and making sure that you're exactly where you want to be. Sorry, hit the wrong button. All good. All good. Yeah. Now, when if you want to meet these celebrities, you also have the opportunity to do a photo op or autographs with celebrities. The amount of celebrities at this event blew my mind. You name it, anime, horror, TV shows, movies, um, and big stars like Tom Hiddleston was a big one. You could get photos with Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. Um, or together. Or together. Um, and people took the most fun photos. Now, one thing I do want to preface about this is that the opportunity, so the main events of photo ops and autographs are at an additional charge. Some are pre-sold. So really big stars like Tom Hiddleston, those kind of opportunities, from my understanding, sell out ahead of time. For the most part, yeah. However, there are celebrities who do have opportunity throughout the con where you can pay for it there. Uh, you would just have to check on the celebrity and what their offering is. Every celebrity is going to be a little bit different. Generally on Megacon's website, there'll be a notation letting you know that you need to either purchase it ahead of time or it'll be a day of type of thing. Uh, right. And then there's also, in addition to getting the, uh, the, f the photograph taken, which you can do with your phone or, or whatever you want to do, there's also an option where you can have the photo printed and framed as well for an additional charge. Um, so there's... A couple of different charges and upcharges that come along with the autographs and the the photo opportunities. Right. So in theory, you could go get a photo with somebody and then turn around, get it printed out, and then go back and have it signed. Right. Which a lot of people did. Yeah. Which uh, is cool. There was an opportunity to purchase from Megacon Orlando these glass frames, and it held the photo in it. They look so nice. Like if I was going to do a photo op... I would 100% opt for that photo frame. It's gorgeous. Um, and then also, when you get that printed out, you can also have the option of having a digital download as well. Correct. So they make it very easy for you to make sure that you're getting exactly what you want out of these potentially once-in-a-lifetime meet-and-greets, photo ops, and autographs uh, with celebrities who you've gotten to watch and who have entertained us for you know, our entire lives. Yeah. And and one thing that's never really fascinated me was the thought of celebrity. Like I never watched like the extra extra and like the E and all that stuff. I don't believe before. You. I never really watched that stuff. And like, I'd never really get starstruck, but there was a couple of things that I would have considered doing, like getting that photo with Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor would have been super cool. Let, let me ask you this. What? If you got to meet Jeff Goldblum, that he's one that it's on my list that if he was at a con, I would consider doing it. You yes. would consider doing it? Yes. Because I was going to say, I feel like you... He's on my list, you, for sure. You definitely have a celebra celebrity list that you would probably pay for. It's a very small list, but Jeff Goldblum is definitely on there, for sure. Because um, I feel like he would be such a fun person to meet, too. I feel like there. I definitely have a list of people I can't think of who I would probably pay for. Yeah. Uh, but one is... Um, 
I always say Denny Duquette. What's his name? Um, from oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Did you see that cosplay guy from TikTok was there? No. The guy no who plays way. me. I saw him the first night that I was there. I was like, dang, that looks so much no like way. him. I was like, no, what? Yeah. If, if you haven't seen who I'm talking about, I don't know what his, his at is on TikTok, but he's always live. It's called like Negan something. Yeah. But this guy literally looks like Negan came off the screen of, of, uh, from the, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead, yeah, and it's like surreal how much he looks like Jeffrey Need Morgan in his Negan outfit. It's wild. But I saw him walking around while I was waiting for the uh, the uh, red carpet. Really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I didn't know that. So, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is one that I watched him as Denny Duquette in Grey's when he succumbed to his medical illness on the show. I was heartbroken. And then I watched him in, um, what's the show with the two brothers? Um, oh man, what is it called? I don't it, know. It's, it's the guy who was from Gilmore Girl. Like it's really popular. All right. Well, he plays their dad <laughs> okay. and, and literally I started watching it because he was in it and they killed him off in the second episode. Wow. And I was like, that's rude. And then I started watching Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Well, guess what? He almost died several times and I'm pretty sure he's still alive in Walking Dead. So <laughs> I had to stop watching Walking there. Dead. It was starting to get a little <laughs> bit slower for me, but it's would... amazing that that show is still going. <laughs> I, I think the actual the Walking show Dead is Walking Dead. <laughs> well, I think the actual show just ended, but there was a Fear the Walking Dead spinoff and then now there's like a Rick and Michonne spinoff. What? It's crazy how like this is still alive and, and kicking. <laughs> the Walking Dead is still alive yeah, and kicking. <laughs> walking, Do- walking Dead is not dead. <laughs> Put it that way. Well, speaking of Negan and the guy who was in that cosplay, let's talk about one thing that attracts so many people to cons all over the world, including MegaCon Orlando, is cosplay. So one of the main events... So the main event that we're going to talk about is cosplay attractions. And we're going to talk about all the little things you can do on top of uh, like under that umbrella. But we're just going to say cosplay. <laughs> it, there's so much going on with cosplay. So cosplay your way to a costume spectacle of epic proportions. Pfft, that's that is like just the tip of the iceberg. I feel <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. So I'm just going to run through the different ways that you can participate in cosplay just because there could probably be multiple episodes alone. Seriously. Yep. So you can meet cosplayers. They've honed their craft and now they're ready to share it with the world. Be in awe when you meet all of our talented cosplay guests. They'll be photo ready and you can't wait and they can't wait for you to see them. So this specifically is people who professionally cosplay. Yes. So they would have booths and you could go and take pictures and get autographs with them. Yeah, folks you see like People on TikTok, people on Instagram who are like legit cosplayers with like hundreds of thousands of followers. Those are the type of people we're talking about. Right. Exactly. Um, There's also the Masters of Cosplay Grand Prix. Uh, Cosplayers were able to register to compete for $1,000 cash and the chance to head to the grand finale. Ooh. Uh, there was a cosplay replica contest. Uh, the replica contest asked cosplayers to recreate a proper costume piece to the best of their ability. And then they had a panel of expert judges to select the best novice maker and the best experienced maker. While the attendees, like us of MegaCon Orlando, voted for their fan favorite. There was a cosplay showcase. So... For the cosplay showcase, uh, the Masters of Cosplay Grand Prix and qualifying events across North America um, celebrated the the craftsmanship of these incredible creators, and we were able to stop by the cosplay corner, 
So basically they had all of these uh, cosplay pieces on display for you to see throughout the event. Yeah, it was different pieces of different costumes, masks, helmets, all kinds of stuff that goes into the cosplay lifestyle, I guess, uh, was on display so you could see it, touch it, feel it, look, see what it looks like. Not touch it. Oh, you it. couldn't touch it. You could not touch oh, it. Gotcha. No, so this was on display behind a wall. <sighs> got it, got it. So got it, this it. was actually not on people. Oh. So the reason it was behind a wall is because um, it was unattended. Got it. So... Uh, I mean, you could probably touch it if you reached over. Disregard what I said. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> Don't touch it. Hands to yourself. Yes, but uh, but yes, that was on display. Um, there was a kids cosplay contest, so getting the kids involved. Uh, that was so so cute. Absolutely, and loving the little kids are dressed up. It's so fun. And I'm sure that any parent who enjoys doing cosplay, getting their kid involved, how much fun to get the entire family involved. Yeah, right. Uh, this was one, this next part is one that we took a part of a lot, the cosplay red carpet. So you, uh, cosplayers were able to walk the red carpet to show off their cosplay in front of adoring fans and get a professional photo taken by Megacon's official red carpet photographer. Yeah. So the wild thing about this was there were multiple red carpets Each for, day. S- for specific fandoms in which... I saw like 150 people at one of these just coming to show off their cosplay. Yep. And one thing that's cool is like if there was a cosplay that, you know, there were specific characters, some of the ones I attended, they were like, can we get this character to the red carpet? And all of the same character would run to the red carpet and they'd all pose together. And then it was really funny. Apparently at every red carpet, one of the uh, employees was or employees was like, uh, there's always one person who takes charge. There's just one person who always steps up. There's nobody in charge, but somebody who just kind of takes over and goes, character A, get to the red carpet. All right, everybody off. Character B, get to the red carpet. And it was really cool just because everybody came together. People were complimenting each other. Um, and then a lot of times they would all get together on the red carpet to take like a group picture. And you could tell how proud everybody was of being part of that specific group. So not just cosplay, but like cosplaying their specific fandom. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one, one of the really cool part about the red carpet, too, is the one I saw on Thursday night, the first night, um, there was a bunch of different fandoms that were together all in a huge line uh, and I believe it started at 7.30. And right at 7.30, they started playing some awesome, you know, techno remixes of Star Wars and whatever the DJ was playing that night. And there was an announcer who basically took a, like, a little slip of paper from each one of them as they were coming up. And it was saying, like, this is Danny from Orlando, Florida, playing Barbie! The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was just... It, it was really cool. Again, it kind of gave them this like moment in the sun where they got to kind of strut across the red carpet, pose right there for the camera. You know, if you had like a prop or something like shoot an arrow or, you know, have like the little gun that they have and, you know, little poses, whatever they wanted to do basically 
was going to get a photo taken of them, uh, and then they would just keep marching them through. But everyone was getting hyped for everybody that was kind of sitting there. Um, I got some really fun footage of that uh, red carpet that I'm specifically talking about. If you go on YouTube, that's our newest video. It's our recap video. You can find about three minutes of that red carpet in that video. Um, so go check that out, see what I'm talking about. It looks like so much fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of the red carpet, there was also cosplay meetups. So the cosplay meetups were kind of similar to that, but basically as opposed to walking the red carpet and everybody having the opportunity to like have that spotlight, it was more of, hey, you know what? We're not going to get that opportunity, but we want you all to be around your specific cosplayers. For So a good example is Barbie. <laughs> right. So all the Kens, all the Barbies, Allens, like... <laughs> That's awesome. All of that... Um, all of those characters would get together for the opportunity to meet, take photos, all of that stuff. So there were specific meetups that you could actually find uh, scheduled on the app. It would be like Marvel meetup, DC meetup, um, s- some sort of specific anime meetup, uh, Barbie meetup, uh, WWE wrestler meetup. You name it, there, there was, was a meetup, meetup for it, <laughs> which was really cool. Um And then also there were cosplay panels and workshops. So one thing that we are not even going to touch the tip of the iceberg of for this is how many panels and workshops were available and that you could attend and learn and watch people create or teach you how to create. So across the entire weekend, all hours of the day, you could go and bring your craftsmanship to a new level by attending a panel or even getting hands-on in one of these workshops for cosplay. So that's a really cool thing. If you're into cosplay and enjoy participating, that you can go and learn to be even better at it with people who... Are, are really good at it <laughs> and have the skills and want to teach you yeah that's ha- what they're there for how cool is that it's very cool i wish i, I almost wish i was into it just like so go like learn from the best and see how they make these helmets and how they make these shields and body armor and weapons and all this stuff it's it's so impressive and it's so interesting the way that people use so many different um i don't know how to say it like different materials yeah. to make their cosplay. Some people sew things, some people 3D print things, some people do I, I don't know what else they would use, but just there's so Cardboard? many so much creativity. Cardboard and paint and paper glue. mache. The rules are there are no rules. Right. There are no rules. Yeah. Uh literally. And then let's see. Uh last thing that they had for cosplayers was what was called the cosplay photo park. And basically that was a giant room with backdrops where you could just go from backdrop to backdrop and get the opportunity to take photos, whether you're in another like realm or in the realm that your cosplay is in. And they had all of that available for the cosplayers. Was that the one where you could end up in a book? Is that the one you're talking about? I believe so. That's pretty cool. There was a, there was a book, I guess that was, like the best of cosplays from comic cons or from mega cons. Oh, oh, that isn't it, but go ahead. Uh, where they basically took eight or nine years of the best 
cosplay from previous cons and put them in a book. And so you had an opportunity to go in and get your photograph taken professionally in your cosplay. Um, if you wanted to purchase photos, that was an option. But then there was also a chance that you might end up in the next book, so which the, was pretty cool. So that was called The Project. Uh, we actually didn't go inside to talk about it because they were blasting music that would have been picked up <laughs> yeah. by YouTube. Yeah, darn YouTube. And also, um, people were taking photos, and I didn't want to like be... I wanted people to feel comfortable, yeah. so I didn't even bother going inside. Um, however, yeah, what they're doing is basically kind of studying the art of cosplay, and um, that... A coffee table book the first volume like bill said was over the last 10 years and so that is available for purchase but i think it's really cool that you can go in there and get your photos taken and then purchase it if you want to and potentially be in one of these books yeah um but the the uh the one i was talking about the cosplay photo park was actually remember where all those backdrops were yes so that's where that's I was talking was. about. Yeah. So basically, you could go from spot to spot and get the opportunity to have a different background. Got it. But I think the project was, I totally actually forgot about that. I'm so so glad that you brought that up because it's another opportunity for cosplayers that doesn't exist other places. Right. Exactly. Um, chance to show off your art, chance to show off your, your hard work, um, potentially for the rest of time in one of those books. Um, yeah, so and then we already talked about kind of how some of the panels work, uh, but we also had demos and workshops. Um, so you had a chance to kind of take your skills to the next level. You could uh, check out one of the demos and meet some folks one on one um, from costuming to acting. Uh, there was tons of pros that were there to kind of show you the way. There was different topics, different days, different times. It was there's like this episode isn't going to even cover half of what was happening at MegaCon Orlando. It, there was just so, there's so much stuff happening and you cannot do it all in one trip. Right. And so the main event of the panels, demos and workshops, that isn't just cosplay. That could be for people who just like building sets. Stuff, yeah. Who like building props who are interested in filmmaking, who are interested in other things, are interested in voice acting. Basically anything that has to do with anything fandom. And some of them were just for fun. Like every morning, they had Jedi meditation. Yeah. I am not a morning person, so as much as I would have loved to go to that, I was not going to try to meditate with the Force that early in the morning. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring my bad energy in there. No. I'm a grumpus no. in the morning. Yeah, you're on the dark side in the morning. But, yeah, I really am. Um, As the day goes on, you start to join the light. Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> so, again, there were panels, demos, and workshops. If When you look at the schedule, there were usually about 10 things happening at the same time at any given time. So you could pick and choose. At least, yeah. And when I say 10 things going on at a time, I mean, for instance, they had a Lego display that you could see from open to close. So you could do that all day. They had, uh, you know, the ability to go and fight uh, at Robot Ruckus and fight battle bots all day. So, again, you could have closed your eyes and... 
you know, scrolled and pointed to something and had a fun time doing it. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go ahead and head on down to the floor that overwhelmed me to my very core. And that is, I believe that was the second floor. It was the second floor, yeah. The first floor was kind of like the main entrance where like the red carpet and stuff was and a few other um, cosplayers and things like that. But the second floor was like the main floor of this convention. Um, and the the area that Danny was talking about is this gigantic room that basically had everything and anything from vendors to uh, artists to uh, people who built things to anything you could imagine in between. So the way that they had this um, this broken down was when you first walked in, you hit what <laughs> MegaCon called as one of their mega events, mega events, mega events, <laughs> mega events main events, fandom shopping galore. And when they say galore, they are not kidding. So the first thing you hit when you walked in was rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of shopping and crafting and the opportunity to buy things. Let me explain how many booths there were. Are you ready for this? 525,600 booths. <laughs> I think there were more. Well, probably. <laughs> probably. So there was a, a booth that I saw on social media called totes thirsty and it was somebody who made totes totes thirsty <laughs> so tote bags with thirsty quotes on it so it would be like a photo of like who would you say i'm thirsty pedro pascal and oh he, that and kind he, of thirsty and he was like girl i'll hold your stuff uh, with him making a face <laughs> i swear that's hilarious and it had like all sorts of celebrities i looked for this booth for two days. <laughs> and you found it? No. You didn't find I it? I never found what? it. What? That room was so big, you never found it? No. Oh, no. I also text Bill at one point because there was an artist that I was like, okay, they're selling three prints for $25. Let's get some new prints to put behind us while we're recording. I saw Darkwing Duck. I was hoping they had Jurassic Park, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. You name it, they had it. I could never find that booth again. Mm. I was walking and walking and looking and I was like, I bet it's over here. It was no. so <laughs> big. Wow. I couldn't find two of the booths. And I would be like, excuse me, does anybody know where the booth where the, with the with the thirsty totes is? And they would be like, that way. So I'd go <laughs> that way and still not find it. So if that gives you an idea of how big this place was um it, it it was really big <laughs> yeah for sure i wish you had found that though i would have loved to seen some of the some of the items what the totes thirsty the totes one yeah so actually if you i believe if you google totes thirsty if if you're listening and you're like oh i want to see that that's literally all they sell okay just like a bunch of totes thirsty tote bags yeah, thirsty tote bags. But I wanted to see them in person because they also, I think they had additional items for Megacon. Oh, okay. But I never found it. Mm. So, uh, you know, booths galore. Uh, they also had um, Artist Alley and commissions. So first were all the shopping booths. Then you had all of the artist booths. 
So they called it Artist Alley. So you specifically knew where to find art. Even this area was so big. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Artist Alley? It was awesome. It's so cool to see the talent that's out there. The talent that I don't have is <laughs> is just so unbelievable. Did I make you choke there? You did. <laughs> like anytime I want see like a really cool art piece from like a movie I love or like a custom art piece that's something that is like a combination of a couple of things. Like it's so impressive that uh, there's there's humans out there that can draw these things with their hands. Whereas me, you, you give me a pen and I'll draw a stick figure and be like, voila, a person. And that is not that is not what these people do. It, it is unbelievable how incredibly creative and talent these folks are it's it's crazy um there's one so on top of having amazing artists there was also one booth and it was a gentleman i think his name was greg probably wrong let's go with greg yeah well greg used to work with jim henson <sighs> and he was doing art of commissions of like of Muppets, Muppets and different characters that Jim Henson, he had worked with with him. And then he was signing it. Um, it was so cool. And I I was like, I can't look at the price. I can't look at the price. Oh my gosh. I'm going to want to go home with it. Yeah. But just... I wouldn't have blamed you. And then... Um, but a lot of artists also took commissions. So if you wanted something specific, you could request if they did anything Kinda and then come it. back and get it. Yeah, or order it. So, so many talented artists at Artist Alley. And next year, we need to go together and get the art when we see it, or we won't find the booth again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like that disappearing door in Harry Potter where it's there. And then when you come back, it's gone because mm -hmm. you won't be able to find it. And then last in that room, well, not last. Yeah, we'll go with last first. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but we'll go with last first. <laughs> we'll go with last first. If you need first, you're last. So from the entrance, the entrance is going to be the opposite end of where we had originally come in. The whole opposite end, first we hit all the shopping, and then we hit Artist Alley. Then we hit the opportunity to meet the celebrities and get those autographs. So a lot of that was located in that back area. So... If you're ever wondering where to find that, you may have to hike all the way to the back of that room. So you could walk through, you could see all the celebrities sitting at their tables, you know, signing things, taking photos. So it's kind of cool to walk through and just see all of yeah, those people. Absolutely. Um, and then lastly, which was kind of around where the you can meet the celebrities, was honestly one of my favorite spots, which is the community groups. So community groups uh, took over Megacon Orlando on the show floor. And these were groups like Star Wars, 501st Legion, Fear Film Studios, Wasabi Anime, Wally Builders. Yes, yeah, Southern Dr R2 Builders. There was some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen in person was in these community groups. We got to meet, or Danny got to meet, a movie quality Wally, oh. 
which was <laughs> so cool. You can see him in our, our TikTok video, our Instagram reel, um, in our YouTube video. Um, go check those out. It was so, so cool to see Wally moving around, speaking, waving his little hand. It was amazing. And then... Well, first off, shout out to Nick oh. and Jessica. When I first oh, yeah. met up with them, they said, have you seen this? And I said, no. They walked me over to the R2, the Southern R2 Builders. Yep. And all of a sudden, an R2 rolls by. And another. And another. And another. What are you, DJ Khaled? And another, and another, and another. And another one. Literally, so many R2s started rolling by, interacting with people, and I started geeking out, including BB-8. Um, he was there. Just droids on droids on droids. I also got to see the Mandalorian and Grogu, who threw his hands in the air like he just didn't care. <laughs> the quality was so good on Mando's costume and Grogu's little animatronic puppet guy that it could have been featured in a Disney park. It was It was unreal. Wild. He's also in our video, by the way. Yes. Yeah, we made sure that you guys got to see all of this. Uh, and then, like you said, I did get to meet Wally. There is a group called the Wally Builders of Orlando. Yeah. I How nuts is that? I have been wanting to meet Wally for so long. I play Disney Dreamlight Valley, and Wally is one of my favorite characters in that game because he's so sweet. So watching him roll by me in real life, I was like, oh, wow. Gotta watch that movie again. And then I got to hang out with him. So we're going to have a video that comes out where you get a little bit of a closer look as well. But all of those interactions were on our recap video. We went into depth and got to show you guys that. So the community groups absolutely blew my mind. Um, I was just dazzled by all of that. All that coming to life. Like right in front of us, right? Yeah. there. Like we said at the beginning, there was about 160,000 folks there, and every single one of them was just so talented. <laughs> it's, 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 it's unreal. Yeah, absolutely. It was definitely unreal. And afterwards, I was just like, I don't know how to... I don't know what to do. I feel starstruck right now. <laughs> I've, I've, now, um, one really cool thing is just kind of fast forward to after the con I was trying to catch an uber and I went to the hotel and I walk in the hotel and there are four droids rolling around the hotel lobby and I was like oh my gosh is this real life I go and talk to this family who they are part of some of these groups the R2 builders and she goes on to tell me that their family 3D prints these droids Crazy. and travels to show them. They also go to hospitals and different things. They just donate their time, but they're so passionate about getting to build these droids. I had no idea that they could be 3D printed. You would never know. Never know. And, and that's good. Yeah. She said that that's the goal. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I don't know if all of them are, but she said that a lot of people are able to do that, which who would have thought? How big is your 3D printer? <laughs> she said, actually, you you, <clears throat> you, pieces. you print out like nine or 10 pieces and then just click it all together. Huh. I mean, you have to do like the hardware and stuff inside. Right, motorized and, and all that, but, but yeah. Wow. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. 
Well, let's talk about a couple of things that we learned from Orlando or Megacon Orlando. What would you say that we learned? Give yourself time. That is that is a huge one. That's my biggest regret from this weekend because I had to work all four days. Um, I didn't have enough time to do what I wanted to do. Give yourself time, whether you're buying one day ticket or a whole weekend ticket. Go and you know spend the day there each day, and you know give yourself the time to walk around and not feel rushed and not feel like you have to go do this and you have to go do that. Go take it all in and appreciate what it is and that would be my biggest point of advice because i only got to go thursday night from about 5 30 p.m to about 9 p.m and then i got to go saturday from about 4 30 to 7 o'clock so i didn't get to see much i saw two incredible panels but other than that i only really got to explore for about an hour to an hour and a half so give yourself time that's my biggest point of advice what about parking parking so if you want to drive your car to Megacon and you want to park there, prepay for your parking. Um, especially because it's going to be at Orange County Convention Center again, I was I would assume. Um, and a lot of the... It is. They already, they already announced okay. it. Yeah. So a lot of the primary parking like on-site is pre-sold. There's no day of parking. Um, they have other lots outside of the ones that are on there, but then you have to also board a shuttle get the shuttle over to the convention center. So they start selling the on-site parking f- and then all the other lots. But the on-site parking definitely sells out first because who wants to take a shuttle if you don't have to? Um, Danny and I, fortunately, only live about three or four miles from the convention center. So we ended up Ubering each time we went there. Um, it, after the week, it got a little pricey with those Ubers, but it probably would have been the same amount of money for parking if we had done that. Um, but when we checked on... Wednesday night, before we were before I was going on Thursday, the two main lots at the convention center were sold out, and so I would have had to park in a satellite lot and took a shuttle over. So I decided to um, then Uber. Yeah, I um, when I was Ubering the first day, I could see people walking when I was still like ten minutes away. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. And the hotels in that area too. If you're coming from out of state or you're coming from further away. Uh, the hotels that are closer are going to be more expensive for you. There's tons of hotels in this area. You can stay at Disney if you want. You can stay at Universal if you want. Universal is not very far from the convention center. Same with Disney. But you're going to have to get to the convention center as well. And the hotels that are the closest within walking distance, which there are several, um, are going to be a lot more expensive per night than the other ones. I mean, you just have to weigh out, like, is it more worth it for you to be able to walk there, like, within walking distance? Or and spend a little more money or would you rather, you know, pay to Uber or park and stay a little further out? And that's going to be a personal choice. Right. Uh, one thing that I can't recommend enough is to wear comfortable shoes. Yeah. That's a big one. There's a lot of walking. You think the Disney parks are a lot of walking? This is just as much. The reality of this is you should almost prepare for a con the way you do for a theme park. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I, I will take away. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Is bring snacks yep. and water. So a lot of times you are so just caught up in what you're doing, you'll all of a sudden realize, oh, I haven't taken a sip of water in a while. Or I want something to eat, but can't find kind of what you would like to eat. Uh, you know, there were there were different options. Uh, 
Next year, I will definitely bring snacks like like this year I brought graham crackers, but that was the end of the box. Um, and so I was going to bring more, but I ran out of them. But things that I can like munch on. So like graham crackers, almonds, like goldfish, like things yeah. that are like popcorn, snack food yeah. uh, to keep you going, uh, to fuel you. And then where if, where if the lines for regular food are so long that you can't get something to eat, you've got something to munch on. Right. And one of the, the biggest things was I kept not stopping to eat because all the tables were taken and I didn't want to eat on the floor. <laughs> right. Um, I ended up eating on the floor anyway, but <laughs> eventually. Wasn't but, your first choice. Yeah. But definitely bring bring food bring snack or I'm sorry, bring snacks and bring water and then pay attention to how you're feeling because there's so much fun that can be had. Um, and then lastly, I think one of the biggest takeaways is that if you want to dress up and go all out and express yourself in a way that you don't feel like maybe you've ever gotten to, maybe you want to be a character from something that you love, but that's never fit an opportunity do it. This is the opportunity to do it. You should be able to do it anytime. But if you're thinking about dressing up for Megacon, do not hesitate. Right? Yeah, completely agreed. Um, that the, That's a great takeaway. And I think me giving myself time and us preparing better with food and snacks and all that stuff, I think those are probably the two most important takeaways that we can have for you going to an event like this yeah and then lastly do you think that people should go in there with a game plan or at least a mild game plan i would say definitely look at the schedule and there's going to be ten thousand things on the schedule every day but if you see things that are notable megacon actually has a really great app yeah where you can actually look at the entire schedule for the for the event and you can actually star things that you like want to make a point to go to so you don't feel overwhelmed by the calendar and then you can look at the stuff that you starred separately it will also send you notifications 30 minutes ahead of time right. 15 minutes ahead of time to remind you so you don't miss it right exactly now some stuff like the the jedi double feature you know there was people lined up for an hour and a half for that thing right um and you just got to kind of know that going in you know you and mcgregor and hayden christensen are on stage like there's you're not going to be able to trickle in there last second. It's just not going to happen. Um, yeah. So just you got to know that kind of stuff going in if there's a big, huge panel. Um, but you can definitely start the things that you would like to try to hit uh, and kind of separate it that way. So um, look at the calendar ahead of time. Pick out some things each day that you want to do, but don't try to schedule, you know, every half hour something don't try to do that that's too much i would say even handle it like a theme park where when you <laughs> yeah. know what the things that are your must-dos make sure that you prioritize those yep i can't emphasize that enough that's a great point because i was literally just about to say that because i see sometimes on these disney facebook groups where like somebody will post like a screenshot of an excel sheet that they made and it's like Thursday, we're going to go to Hollywood Studios. We're going to hit Mickey and Minnie's at 1.30. Then we're going to hit Star Tours at 2 o'clock. And then we're going to hit Tower of Terror at 2.30. It's like, that's not going to work. <laughs> Don't try to plan it down to the minute. You have a couple of things that you make sure you want to hit and then just kind of wing it from there. Yeah. And I, I, I just honestly feel like it's almost like preparing to go to a theme park. Yeah, literally. Like, uh, even as simple as... Bring a battery charger. Yeah. You're 
phone might die mm-hmm. and you're going to want to be able to reach people and you're going to want to be able to know where you're going, download the app and, you know, be able to take photos and videos. So yeah, the way you prepare for a theme park, you're going to want to prepare for MegaCon Orlando. That's great advice. And before we wrap up our MegaCon Orlando overview, what was your favorite part about the weekend? I know you didn't get to visit super often, but what was what, what was the standout for you? Well, the two things I really wanted to go to, I actually did get to go to. So those two were my favorite parts. I loved the Entourage panel. There was not a ton of people in there. Um, it was in the smaller theater. Um, it was more of like a conference room that had a bunch of chairs and a stage and stuff. Um, it, I would say it was probably like three quarters full, so it didn't feel super tight. I didn't feel like the need to rush to get up there, which was nice. But hearing some behind the scenes stuff from one of my favorite shows ever and seeing the guys that, you know, my freshman year of college I was watching on TV. And you just rewatched that and show I not that long ago. I just rewatched it. <laughs> Literally, it was like my lunch show. I was watching an episode or two during lunch every day for about a month and a half. And so I just recently rewatched the show and then rewatched the movie. And then this got announced. And I was like, oh, I got to go to that. I got to go see those guys. And that was super cool. And then one thing that I really love watching sometimes on YouTube because I can't go to the events um, are uh, these big panels from like D23 or San Diego Comic-Con right. where you get to see um, you know, things announced or you get to see these these actors and they talk about behind the scenes stuff or like there's like a Voices of the Parks one that they do at D23. That totally geeks me out. Um, but getting to experience that Jedi double feature uh, panel was definitely something that I've always wanted to do. Not necessarily those two guys, but just a panel full of people that are so hyped for what's about to happen that it's literally like a boy band concert. Like when, when Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor both appeared, it was just like bedlam in there. And that makes me so happy. Lightsabers everywhere. Lightsabers everywhere. That was my favorite. It was (laughs) awesome. Like people are so hyped for this thing. And I love that there's a level of fandom out there that gets people that hyped that I love to be in the room and being part of it in the room where it happened. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> um, but that that was so cool to see both the Entourage guys and then to be a part of a spectacle uh, that was the Jedi double feature in which you can see both panels on our YouTube page. Yeah, and I because of that, I do wish I would have gone to more panels, but I did have to weigh out like, you know, do we cover more of this and make sure that, you know, we kind of get the full gist before the weekend's over or do I go to that? And, you know, I did decide to do that, um, you know, to continue exploring on the showroom floor just because there were less people there that one day. But you're so right. Like being around that fandom of whatever you are experiencing is just, what's the word? It's like contagious, yeah. but in a non-medical way. <laughs> it's almost like a drug. Like, yeah. It, like the the dopamine you get from that is just amazing. Yeah. Just sitting there with a 2,600 diehard Star Wars fans, seeing Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi on the stage and just freaking out. It is just so much fun. Uh, Well, I would say that my favorite part, and I did not expect this, 
was getting to see the basically the the droids and like like Grogu and R2 and BB8 mm-hmm. and Wally come to life because I was just geeking out so hard about getting to meet Wally. Yeah. Um and I have to say that just the entire experience overall dazzled me. I was just feeling so inspired being around that many people who are passionate, who love what they're doing and people who are there because they have a skill that they want to share with the world and just surrounding yourself with like happy, excited people. Of course, any experience you have to like reach in and find where that is because at the end of the day, yes, it's very busy. It's you and 200,000 other fans. You have got to make sure that you're patient. You have got to make sure that you are taking your time. You've got to make sure that you understand the beauty of what is going on around you. And I think when you kind of look around at all of that, it's like you said, it's like a drug. I was just like, when I left, I was like, can I get another hit of that Megacon? <laughs> right. Like, right. I don't want to leave. And I just, I love that. I love that people went to a weekend where they could fill up the space that they exist in, in a way that they are passionate about and be around other people who are excited to see that. That is so cool and beautiful. And sometimes in this world, we don't, we forget that that's important. The world focuses so much on the negativity all the time that seeing something so cool and positive like this is just awesome. Yeah. So overall the weekend as a whole, honestly, like it filled up my heart with a lot of joy that I didn't expect. And I, I'm so grateful that we got to be invited and got to cover it. And I'm so excited to go back, which is not something that I didn't really, I didn't think I was going to like feel so, um, touched at watching people express their passions and um be hyped to hype them up it's Mm. just it's an awesome it's an awesome thing (laughs) it was great it was great can't recommend enough well as as you can see we have wrapped up our main events for megacon and given you a i think a pretty good taste of what it's like do you have any last thoughts no, I just, I had, from the very limited time I was able to go, and I plan on going a lot more next year, um, I had a blast. Thank you again to MegaCon Orlando for having us out. It was a th- a thrill. It was so much fun. We enjoyed covering it. We enjoyed getting so much fun content. Um, so many amazing people are so appreciative of each other, and we're so appreciative of the talent that is out there. Um so yeah, I, I really don't have too much more to say as far as, as Megacon goes, but make sure you go. Even if it's not Megacon Orlando, go to your local con. Go to San Diego. Go to New York. Go Support to Tampa. Arts. Go to... <laughs> just go check it out and see for yourself if that's something that 
you're interested in because you never know what you might find at one of these places. Absolutely. And a reminder, if you want to check out these panels, if you want to check out our recap and get to see it with your eyeballs and to be able to support us, um, you can go on YouTube, go watch our videos. Uh, we've got those two panels in the the recap video right now. Like, comment, subscribe. Again, supports us. It helps us grow so that we can keep doing these things just like Megacon Orlando. Our channel is growing and we need your help to help that continue. Yes, and your help and your support means a lot to us more than you will ever know. And then we also just uploaded a TikTok video on Instagram share, 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 and share, TikTok. Share. But go watch it. Yeah. Go, go check out a little taste of what we got to see. Loop it. You loop just it. let it play. Because it's got a really catchy song in yeah, there, Yeah, it really does. You might dance the night away. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Uh, but with that being said, thank you so much for joining us on our Megacon Orlando recap. We are so grateful that Megacon Orlando had us out. We cannot wait till next year. And until next time. You guys are the best. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to a couple of Park Hoppers podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.